the blast from our past network. Talking Back. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Back. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a video game episode for you this week. We're going to cover Contra for the NES. It was developed by Konami and is an old classic from my childhood. Dean, welcome. Hey, Tim. Uh, I think you were playing this for the first time, right? I was. Yes, I was. Yeah, this was a bit past your... Well, no, it was, yeah, it was, a, bit, it was a bit before your time. Right, yeah. Uh, Not past. I, would, I almost said past your time, which is the opposite of what was actually true. I'm Yay, 55. Me. This is past my You're time. You're 55, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is was well fart. past my time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my first time. Uh, it was before my time, and it is uh, hard. It's a hard game. Hey, did you like Contra? Uh, sure, yeah. I, I love Contra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Well, yeah, it's hard, the, but I mean... It's, it's, it's very a, hard, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good game. No, no, a correction. It's a great game. Yeah, it's super fun, and it's cool that uh, it's a cool like um, uh, atmosphere, I guess. You know, you kind of yeah. got the the predator type world. You know, that yeah. you're in. it's pre- it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But damn, did it kick my butt! Yeah, it's a butt kicker for sure. Yeah, it's a butt kicker. Um, uh, right off the top, Dean, do you want to be Bill, codename Mad Dog, aka the blue character, or Lance, codename Scorpion? A.K.A. the Red Player. I'd like to be Lance. I think. Okay. Okay, Lance. Is that okay? No. Can I be Lance? Oh, of course. Do you want to be? Do you want okay. me to call you Lance or Scorpion? Uh, Scorpion for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, you can call me. Only Bi- my, you can call me Bill then. Only my dad calls me Lance, and my second grade <laughs> teacher. Everyone yeah. else calls me Scorpion. And you killed both of them in the jungle. And I killed both of them. Because yeah. they were aliens. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, well, just a quick um point about Konami. So they were like heavy, heavy hitters back in the original NES days. Right. Yeah, totally. If you had Konami on the box, you, it was it was almost like going to see a movie because of the director. Like you knew what to expect. Ah. Yeah. If you saw Konami on the box, you could purchase the game in comfort and know that you're, for the most part, getting something that's really, really good. Because Konami yeah. put just, they put such care into their games, um, and they just, it seemed like they had like a really, really skilled team. So, yeah, look for that Konami label and um, feel free to purchase. Yeah, cool. This is definitely... Um... I had heard a lot about this game, you know, before I started playing. I had heard, it, even though I had never played it, I knew that it was like a big name game. So um, definitely knew that uh, that Konami was was tied to it. I'm actually shocked that you've never played this before. Yeah, me too. I'm a little shocked too, because I like, even though it was before my time, I have gone back and played a number of uh, Nintendo games, just the, the, the original system. 
but for some reason, never this one, never played it. And I, I don't really know why, but uh, it would have been, it's kind of, you know, right up my alley of the games that I like out of, uh, out of Nintendo. So, you know, I missed out. Yeah. You missed out, Scorpion. Yeah. Thank, That's <laughs> thanks, okay. Man. Uh, so Contra was released in the arcade in 1987, then on the NES and various home computer formats in 1998. Now, that arcade version in 87, mm-hmm. if you thought this was hard, well. Think again? Think again. <laughs> think long and hard. Okay. About this being hard. Because that one was murderous. Okay, wow. Well, it's an arcade, right? So it's a coin eater. Yeah. So you just you put your quarter in. And you run three feet and you've been killed three times already. And then it's like, right, right. Please place another coin in. Mom, I need more quarters. <laughs> I've gone through five bucks already. Yeah, I gave you five dollars. How could you be out already? You put another quarter. You, this is what happens. You put another quarter in. You hit the start button. Blah, blah, blah. And you're dead. You need another quarter. You're like, what even happened? So fun. That sounds so fun. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So uh, I feel like they made Contra for the NES actually easier than the arcade. Right. They're like, let's tone this thing down so that people can can beat it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Contra is a shoot-em-up style game. Mm. The classic like run and gun where you're just like shooting your gun in all directions, running as fast as you can. That's I was. That is exactly what I was doing. I was running and gunning. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you were playing it correctly then. Yeah, it took me a little while to play it correctly though. I at, at first I was slow walking and gunning, and that is not the way to play this game. If you if you're going around looking for items, yeah, and like <laughs> that's a problem, secrets and keys, yeah, yeah, and access cards and stuff like that, dead. you're you're doing it wrong. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Big time dead. Now, Dean, um, did you know that? Electronic Gaming Monthly gave Contra Best Action Game of the Year in 1988. I did not know that. Dean, do you even know what Electronic Gaming Monthly is? I think so, yeah. I think okay. I I think I had um I had looked at that magazine a few times in my youth. Cool. Okay. I wasn't sure yeah. if you were aware of that or not. I loved that magazine. Yeah, you get like cheat codes in there and stuff, right? Well, yeah, you can get some of that. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they just they tell you all about video games yeah. and like right, yeah. They tease video games that are coming out soon. Yeah. They'll give you breakdowns of video games that are out now. It was like the internet for kids in the eighties. Like when you yeah, you couldn't get that information anywhere. It came to you in a magazine, and it was called Electronic Gaming Monthly. And I still have some um, issues down in a box in the basement and i i love them um and that that was before game pro came out you're, you're probably more familiar with game pro yes yes definitely and then also nintendo power obviously was around the same time yeah. but electronic gaming monthly uh, they would also dabble with computer games That's right kind okay of how cool. they were a little bit yeah. different but yeah um action game of the year that's amazing it's a big you know- deal Damn the internet for just making all that information just right there in front of everyone. Come on. Like a monthly magazine? That's where it's at. That's where you get your information. 
Well, yeah. Hey, when I was younger, we almost like we, as in the family almost bought a set of encyclopedias. Wow. Yeah. It was between that yeah. or this new technology called a computer. Right. Whoa. Close. It was amazing. Close the, call. It was a close call. It, <laughs> dude, it was a door to door. Yeah. Okay. Encyclopedia salesman. Yeah. And amazing. And dad's just be, like, this sounds good. <laughs> I thought that'd be so cool. It has yeah. everything. It's got everything you of need course. to know about the universe. Of course. And, and Every, then yeah. the kicker was they were kind of like, they're basically the same price. But if you <laughs> wow. bought the computer, yeah, you'd get the encyclopedia right. on a CD. You just get it. So the yeah. computer comes with an encyclopedia. Easy so choice. Like, yeah, it was a no-brainer after that. You get, yeah, you like, get the encyclopedia I'll, and the bonuses of a computer. I'll sell you the computer and <laughs> throw in the encyclopedia for free. Sold. How do you turn that down? Yeah. Uh, but there's no internet yet. Right. The, the internet's not readily available. The only thing back then that I remember the internet being useful for was like messaging your friend while you're playing Doom or something, or like okay. <laughs> a message board for video games. Going a little bit off topic here, but I remember <laughs> my friend ripped me a copy of Doom. Yeah. And it, it was on like multiple uh hard disks. Right. Like floppies? It, it, no, not floppy, not floppy. Okay. It was a bit after that, but hard disks. Okay. But it yeah. took more than one. The right. the game's probably like 12 KB or something. Right. And he's like, "Here, here's multiple <laughs> disks." Yeah. Right. Man. Oh man. The storage, the, the, the storage has gone out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people really started to hoard storage Incredible. and just want <laughs> want more and more and more yeah yeah uh i bet i still have those um hard disks i nice. bet i could fish those out of the basement somewhere fire up doom uh well i don't have a computer that runs discs Damn. anymore <laughs> yeah Damn. i kind of wish i sure did someone I mean, does that'd be a wonderful experience to play old games like that you know in oh, their, yeah in their true nature oh yeah yeah i mean tons of people still collect those and have those but yeah Ah, I just threw that shit out. Of course. Yeah. Okay, well, back to Contra. Contra, Dean, might be most well-known for the Konami code. Yeah. Which you could enter to start the game with 30 men. So that was the whole up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, select, start. There's different versions of it. That's the one I learned. I think the actual code is just up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. Apparently that's all that you need to do, but yeah. Um, oh, dude, I just remember like trying that code on this game. Yeah, because this game with three men is so punishing, and then it's if you can it's get thirty impossible. men, it it just makes it makes the dream a reality that you might be able to beat this game with a partner. Oh, totally! Like it's the uh, that code I had heard of. I had heard of that code before. Did not connect it that it was this game. Um, so I started playing this game without that code. Uh, then you let me know that that code was for this game and it made my life a whole lot better. Oh yeah. 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 It, it's a lot of fun. It makes it much more of a run and gun. You do a lot more running and gunning yeah. than what you were previously doing, which was like crouching and hiding. Yeah. And, and, and crying. Like the, and crying. Lots of crying. The game was like literally impossible for me with only three men. For sure. You like, 
if you you get shot and you die and if you don't beat the level you don't get to start back at like you have to start at the beginning of the level <laughs> so if you can't get through a level without getting hit three times you start all over again yeah and i mean I, the I first do it the first level is basically impossible with three men yes to be like is. an expert I, at the game i could not do it i could not get through the first level yeah well the code that konami code was originally created for the game gradius and it was created as a testing tool to help developers play through the game during testing ah and then cool the konami code would go on to be in many 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 other games and many 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 other um i don't know like other formats um other places other yeah like apps and it just out in the, it went out into the world cool. you could enter the konami code in facebook you could and something would happen you could enter the konami oh, code in google fun. and something would happen wow. like the, the world just picked up on the konami code and had a lot of fun with it it's infamous yeah uh i i like i like stuff when the like, I like testing tools where they put something in as a testing tool and then leave For it sure. in the game. Uh, yeah. That's what happened with Tears of the Kingdom. The uh, the the one where you can um, go through go up through the roof. Uh, that was only oh, yeah. done as like fast travel for the developers, so they could travel anywhere they wanted in the game really oh, quick. Fun. And then yeah. they just decided to leave it in because it was so much fun. That's fun. Ascend. Ascend. Cool. That's it. I was thinking yeah. elevate, and I was like, I know yeah. that's not right, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So one of the things I really liked about Contra is it just felt like a very immersive experience for like an NES title because you're spending time outside, you're breaking your way into bases and then actually going into those bases. Yeah. And it just, it felt like, it felt like a really good experience. Like sometimes in games, if you're outside and then you, you kind of traverse inside, it doesn't feel all that different. This had a completely different vibe between the two. So I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah. Sometimes it could feel in a game like this, that they're just, it's just different backgrounds that you're running through and shooting. But that's like not the case with this game because you actually shift when you go like into bases, you actually like shift how your character is. You're no longer like side scrolling. You're like running towards, you're like running into the base, into the screen. So it completely shifts like the camera on you. So as soon as that was the second level, I, that's, you know, that's when the game starts like going way up in my rankings just being like oh that is so cool that you just can switch up your play here so it's definitely not like boring and the same thing over and over you now have to if you mastered that first level you now have to come up with new skills to master this type of level because bullets are coming at you differently you have to shoot differently uh, very cool yeah that, i mean that's definitely one of the big hitting points of this game yeah back when i played it and when it came out is that most games of that time were just your your side scrolling variety and then contra comes out and you've you've got your side scroller like you're running to the right on the first level then yeah that second level it's like this pseudo 3D view where you're now like playing towards the background you're facing the background yeah. you're shooting towards the background but you can still move left and right um 
and then they also have a level where instead of like side scrolling, your goal is up. Like you have to go up. So you're making your way yeah. vertically instead of horizontally. Totally. Which like that was another really, really cool thing in the game. And I liked how they did it because that's not really new. You know, Castlevania comes out a couple of years before that. And that's a game where you're you're traveling vertically and horizontally, but you're doing it sort of through the entire game. And what Contra did is they took your vertical ascent and put it all into one level. That's the yeah. only time that you're doing it. And that somehow made it feel more impressive as a game mechanic just to have it all in one like that, just to see it that one level, but never again. Yeah, very cool level. I loved that one. And you couldn't you like you couldn't go to the screen left or right at all. It was just you could you could go up. Like and you could move the, left like, and right within the screen and yeah, you could yeah, go yeah. down, but you're basically yeah. just going up, up, up that yeah. you know, that's that width of your screen. Yeah, if you went like all the way to the right, like it's not gonna scroll over because that's not what it was. You just had to go right. up. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's like the platforming in the game is is really interesting because you there are sometimes different like levels and you kind of specifically have to jump off of the right level to get to continue on and to get to the next one. So this one just like upped that. So now at you're thinking as you're like traveling up the level and like doing your different platforming, you have to think of which platform to get to, to jump off of, but then also the guys that are shooting at you and the angles that they're shooting at you. So I thought that this one like worked your mind in a really different way that the side scrolling was doing. So it was very neat. Definitely. Yeah. You talked about the, the angles there. Yeah. Um, very difficult because you're used to them. You're used to the bullets coming on a horizontal, mostly horizontal trajectory. And now it's coming mostly on a vertical trajectory. And yeah. one of the things you can do to kind of like make the game easier is sort of memorize, you know, where these shooting angles are. And then yeah. they get you this level. It's level three. And you kind of have to relearn everything. You have to relearn, you know, okay, if they shoot here, what angle is that going to go on? I don't want to jump into that. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting that like those first three levels are all completely different. Yeah, very neat, uh, very fun aspect to the game for sure. Uh, one of the one of the things I definitely miss about Nintendo games is getting a booklet. You know, mm, yeah, those were so great, like the best. Yeah, uh, I just loved getting that and looking through it and seeing what the characters in the game were going to be like and what kind of weapons you could get. And they laid it yeah. all out there in the booklets. You know, they showed you what the bad guys looked like. They showed you what the good guys looked like. They gave you some backstory. They show you what weapon upgrades you can get. I don't know. You buy like a Nintendo Switch game nowadays. You get you get this giant package <laughs> and this tiny little cartridge in it. And that's it. There's no insert yeah. or anything. There's no booklet. Yeah. I feel like it's a troll job because they're wasting so much plastic. You know, right. the, the yeah. packaging could be so much smaller. It yeah. could be like you could fit it, you know, in that, you know, that little secret pocket that you have in like jeans. Like it's it's a tiny right. pocket yeah, above definitely. your bigger pocket. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they could make the packaging that big for Switch games that you could just fit one in there. But they yeah, do this giant packaging. Put something in there. Great art. You need to see that great art there, Tim. Give me a poster. Cover. Give me a booklet. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. It was such an event back back uh, when we were young, getting a game. Get you get that oh, box, that cool yeah. box. You pull out the booklet. You haven't even played the game yet. You're just sitting on the floor with the yeah, booklet. Yeah, reading out, the booklet, looking checking through it. it out. 
Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to get the game to load. You got to blow in it a couple times, blow in your system a couple <laughs> yeah. times, you're just trying to get it to turn on. And Dad's, the booklet. Dad's trying to figure out how to hook it up to the TV. Right. He's got the yeah, he doesn't all the cords plugged into the wrong holes. Yeah, yeah you got to screw that one into the cable yeah. uh, output, and uh, he's trying to figure that out. And you're just you're just right. having a great time oh, with yeah. that booklet. So you've got about an hour to read the booklet before your game is going to be booting up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I the only time you'll hear your dad swear. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and punch the TV. Um, I looked up the booklet for this one because I just I had to see it, and it, of course it was a wonderful booklet. Uh, they had a great plot breakdown. I'm, I'm gonna read it. Nice. it. Just yeah, cool. This is the the type of stuff like I would read this in the booklet, and this would amp me up for the game. Like now I know the background. Now I know my mission. Let's go do it. Um, but it was uh, in 1957. A large object from outer space crashed into Earth's Amazon basin near ruins of the lost Mayan civilization. Scientists worldwide heralded the incident as a trivial cosmic occurrence, and thus the collision was soon forgotten. So I kind of uh, laughed. I laughed at this. It's a, we're just getting getting going with it. But I laughed at oh, this. Okay. A, a trivial cosmic occurrence. Yeah, I don't consider yeah. any cosmic occurrence trivial, <laughs> no, especially one trivial. that like smashes to Earth. But that's fine. Yeah. Now, thirty years later, rumors of an evil force have swept into the Pentagon's front office, and tales from frightened villagers of a hideous being with an army of alien henchmen are sending chills down the spines of top military brass. Unwilling to upset current political stability. An all-out assault on the region has been overruled. Instead, two of America's most cunning, courageous, and ruthless soldiers, Bill and Lance, from the Special <laughs> Forces Elite Commando Squad, have been selected to, to seek out and destroy these alien intruders. Great. It's a great little breakdown. Yeah. So, I have a question. Wait, are you done? Yeah. I have a question. Who are the who are the men coming after us? Okay, so this is uh, interesting um and this is something that's fun when you get to the last level of the game because the yeah. last level of basically the game is you're just you're indifferent like okay, you start in the jungle, then you go into a base, then you go you go to like a waterfall, then you go back into a base, then you go to like a a snow field area. Oh, then, yeah. then you go like back indoors yeah. and then you get to the last level and it's an alien layer. Yeah. So one of the aspect are, aspects I really liked about the game is getting to that alien layer and having an alien presence there. Because if you oh, don't yeah. read, if you don't read the plot in the book, um, yeah. you don't know that this is aliens, but apparently all these men are supposed to be aliens Oh, they are aliens. They okay. are aliens. So that doesn't come okay. across because yeah. they look like men. Right. But yeah. but they're aliens. Okay. So I liked getting yeah. to the end and actually seeing those yeah. aliens. And I mean, that last level, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Um, yep. They rip off like the movie Alien to- Oh, uh, totally. Uh, like uh, the greatest degree. Like there's face huggers yeah. running around- the xenomorph is, is like a giant head of the xenomorph that you have to fight at one yeah. point. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised they were able to get away with that. Yeah, it looks exactly like the xenomorph. They look exactly like the the face huggers. Uh, I, I had heard this about the game as well. 
that you know the alien like like contra basically you know puts predator and alien together like alien is so like is in contra that's that that's the villains of contra so i'm playing this game and i'm like i don't get it there's just i'm just shooting people i'm shooting robot robotic things there's an alien you have to fight in uh I think at the end, end of level three, it's like an alien type thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But that doesn't really totally look like the aliens. Then you get to the last level and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, it looks exactly like them. That was my favorite level. That level is so cool. Um, there's also like maybe eggs like on the roof and the like uh, in on the ceiling and the floor, like spitting things at you. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, that that's an aspect to it as well. Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I love that the world of the the of the alien world so i love this last level is my favorite one yeah lots of fun it's also really short so like it's by short, the time yeah. you get short there and fun yeah it's yeah. not it's not ultra punishing yeah uh speaking of ultra punishing um ign uh rated contra as the toughest game to beat yeah now like uh, ever yes ever w- wow so i i mean i can kind of get it like this game with three men seems like an insurmountable obstacle to overcome, right? If you have 30 even men, with... that's a bit of a different story. Even, I mean, even with 30, it's tough. But um, I mean, even with 30 men, when I started, you know, I played it a lot as a kid. But when I sat down again to play it now, even with 30 men, I don't think I made it past like the second stage. The, no. the deaths I, come yeah. so fast. They're so fast. Yeah. Like three men is impossible. Um, even with continues. So like they give you a certain amount of continues where you get to continue you have your four progress. continues. Okay. Yeah. You have four continues where after all your men are gone, you hit continue and then you get to start at the level you left off at. So at least that's good. Um, with three men, that's impossible. I think the first level is impossible with three men. Um, but with 30 men and the continues, that's what I needed. <laughs> like yeah. I needed all of that to be able to beat it. I could, I did not do it on one string of 30 men. Like you said, I was, I was, had them all gone on level two. For sure. Yeah. Um, I would say that this game actually has a pretty fair difficulty curve to it. So like by that, I mean that as you're playing, you're kind of going to get better and better each time by learning sure. where the weapon drops are, what enemies are coming up next, which ones need to be dealt with and which ones you can just run past. Rarely did it feel, you know, quote unquote unfair. Unlike some other nest titles of the time, like I'll throw Mega Man out there, a very, very hard game, but it feels unfair at times. It feels Mm. like this, like uh, how am I ever supposed to be able to beat this? Yeah. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, another example, like a very, very difficult grind. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you ever play that? And their stupid uh, I, underwater I, bullshit I've, level? Yeah, I've briefly played that original one. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot, though. Well, the second level is just not fair. Okay, yeah. Ninja Gaiden was another one. I don't know if you played that. Um, I've played that a bit, yeah. Really, like, hard punishing game. And it just yeah. never seems to end. Right. That right. was one actually in the booklet. They tell you all the levels and right. then they, but the, what they don't tell you is that there's more after that. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which I've a, just, I love that game, but I remember renting it with a friend of mine and we played it like all night and then all day the yeah. next day trying to beat it. And we finally got to like level five, four, whatever it is. Yeah. Beat the last guy, 
I mean, I had to go home. I think my like, dad was on the way to pick me up. Yeah. We pulled it off. We were so excited. And then they're like, here's World 6, the one we didn't tell you yeah. about. And then, I don't know, I think there might even be another level after that as well. But it's just like, that's not fair. That's not, you yeah. don't do that to a kid. Yeah, you don't, you hate the games that have that. Like in Super Ghouls and Ghosts, when it's, you get to the end and they're like, hey, nope, <laughs> you don't have the weapon. You right. have to do it all over again from the top. You didn't find the bracelet that was hiding in the ground under a bunch of dirt. You didn't find that. Oh, well, you better go back and find it because you need it. Yeah. Well, Tim, here's the bullshit part that you can't get the bracelet the first time right. around. It's yeah. not available to get. Yeah. You have to go beat it and then go back and get it because they make it available when the second run. Yeah. Go back and check out our Ghosts and Goblins uh, <laughs> and Super Ghouls and Ghost episode where we rant about yeah. all that stuff. Great game. I Great love it. Great games. Great yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, I'll also throw Akari Warriors out there as another unfair game. Okay. That, that's one where you'll grind for four hours, then get killed and then respawn in a wall where you'll remain <laughs> until you ax kick your Nintendo. <laughs> respawn in a wall. That's a, Shit. that's a personal story from my past. <laughs> Respawned in a wall. So upsetting. Damn it. So upsetting. That's more yeah, like un- unfair programming than like unfair yeah. or like, I don't know, like glitch, glitch, unfair glitch programming. Yeah. I remember one of my, one of my uh, most frustrating stories that I remember as a kid is I was playing Sonic and on Genesis and I had played it for maybe like three or four hours and then I had to go and I had to leave. So I just paused it and left for what I felt like was four hours and then came back and the game would not unpause. Oh, <laughs> and no. Was, furious i was furious i would I had gotten further than i ever had gotten and i was like yeah. I, I gotta pause it because i'm gonna beat the game i was furious yeah that sucks would not unpause i definitely drop kicked it <laughs> yeah well there there was um level select in sonic yeah yeah um yeah probably if you had electronic gaming monthly you might have you might have known about that uh yeah Sonic actually is another one, sorry to tangent here, but Sonic is another one that has one of those developer type codes in it. And you can go into a type, the, the game into a type of um, uh, mode where you can make anything in the game. So oh, like you really? can turn yourself, you can turn yourself into something in the level and then make it and you can just make like hundreds of it. And oh, so I what I would this. do, what I would do is, because I thought it was hilarious, I would turn myself into a ring, I would make 50 rings, and then I'd turn myself into the big bonus ring that you jump into, and then I'd make one, and then I'd jump into it, and I'd be gone. <laughs> but the game would keep going, but I'd just be gone. <laughs> Weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can I can still do it. Like, I still do it, because it still works. Um, the, the code still works on... Uh, just like a switch co- or maybe not a switch copy. I don't know if the, oh, I think Sonic is on like the, in this, the store on the switch. Yeah. 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 What do you do? It still works what do you there. do to get that? So it's, it's the uh, up, up, down, down, up, left, right, left, right. No, the, it's the up, down, left, right, which is the, the level select. Okay. It's the up, down, left, right. But you put C in between every single one. So it's up, C, down, C, left, C, right, C, up, C, down, C, left, C, right, C. And then when you hear the bell, you do the same thing. I think it's like A, A and then start. And Weird. then. If the level starts up and the code in the top left isn't zeros, it's all like just messed up. It like will be messed up code in the top left. You've done it and you can now make anything in the level. That's cool. I've never done that it's before. It's awesome. Yeah, make make yourself a bonus ring and jump in it and it's you're gone <laughs> and there's no way no way nothing to do but reset the game. <laughs> sounds like Akari Warriors. <laughs> exactly. 
Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, lots of like weapon variety as well in this game. You start off with like your machine yeah. gun, you shoot little white, tiny little white ping pong balls, but you can get upgraded to um, a machine gun, which your bullets are bigger and you can just hold down your button to fire. Very great, convenient. Yeah. There's a laser, which is powerful, but slow. There's yeah. a fireball gun that shoots in like a round corkscrew pattern. So it kind of covers. Yeah, that's a, bullshit. Covers a, but it, it is bullshit, but it covers a greater area. It does, but like, man, did I get killed fast when I had that weapon? Yeah, I mean, true. Let's just be honest here. The weapon that everybody's going for and that you fight over in multiplayer is the spread, which shoots bullets the size of the machine gun bullet, but it shoots five of them, and they travel out in like a spread formation, Yeah, almost hitting anything on the screen for the most part. So that's definitely the best. Uh, there's some additional items you can pick up. You can pick up a rapid, which allows you to shoot faster. There's a force field that leaves you invulnerable for a short time. And there's an item of mass destruction that kills everybody on the screen. Okay, wait. Is the force field like the star in Mario? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't get the weapon of mass destruction. No. I don't think I ever got that. No, there's not many of them, but yeah, I think, yeah, there's oh. some, you'll get something that'll just blow everybody up. There was a type of item I kept missing. I like saw it and I was like, oh, I've never got that one. And I kept missing it. So maybe that was it. The one I think I never got was just the one that was a bird. Like it just was a bird. I think the bird is the invulnerable, you know, like it's the, it's the eagle for America. Like, fuck yeah oh shit yeah fuck yeah america we're invulnerable now <laughs> right type thing right i think that's you're what just you got for. the flag right because yeah. you're flashing like red yeah, and you're blue flashing and red white. and blue you got, yeah you just got the flag on you america america <laughs> while you're just running uh, through all the shit yeah and we love our american friends yeah of course of course we do they protect us <laughs> <laughs> they keep us safe up here right yeah with weapons just like that. I feel like the army has stuff oh, yeah. like that. Oh, that's real. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what else can we talk about here? Um, I watched a speed run of this. Same. The, I think the world record was nine minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah. The guy didn't die once. He was very pleased with his accomplishment. He was dropping a lot of F- F-bombs at the end. A- excellent stuff. So... I think this game, if like if you and I progress through it with our 30 men and actually beat it, it would take us, I would think, around 20 to 25 minutes, somewhere in there. I think that's like the regular gameplay speed. Right. This guy was just like a maniac. Like the shit he was doing was just so stupid. Yeah. Killing bosses yeah. with like in like one second. Oh. So a, fast. a boss yeah. battle that takes me like two minutes and I die yeah. ten times. He would literally beat in like four seconds. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Here's what here's what I did. I was playing. I had turned it up to thirty men. I was playing this game. I like to sometimes, you know, take the switch in bed and play. And uh, I was sweating, Tim, sweating in bed playing this game because it is so intense. You have to hit those buttons so fast, yeah. and it's like I'm just like so focused on the game. I was sweating, and I ended up dying right at the boss of the alien hive level. And I did not know this was the last level. 
And so I had died at the boss. No more continues. Oh, no. And so I was like, I was like, it's okay. It's time for bed. You know, just put that down. No problem. Put it down. Next day, I watched a speed run and realized I was right, right at there. the end. <laughs> I died at the final boss. And I felt like I got a lot of hits on him, too. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's, it's me or him here. I can do it. I can get it. And then, uh, so then the next day I picked it up again and actually finished it, but I didn't realize I was so close till I watched the speed run and I saw, I was like, he's running out of time here. Like, is there, are there no more levels after this one? There's, that was nope. it. That was the last one. Nope. And you're fighting like an alien brain or some yeah, sort of yeah. like organ or something. That's yeah, cool. Spitting stuff at you. Yeah. It's awesome. I like that. Yeah. yeah lots of fun. The music ruled. Very good. Um, yeah. Just one of those games where they took real care to craft a new track for each level. That sounds yeah. great. Um, I, I brought one to the table in our recent uh, video game uh, yeah. music track episode. So really, really like the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Contra, Dean? No, it was um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I wish I could have held on to weapons longer. That was my yep. that was the thing that was getting me the most frustrated. Is that I would like be trying so hard to get those weapons. I'd get them, and I get the good one. You know, especially if you get the spread, and then I just like get shot like thirty seconds later, <laughs> and then it's gone. And it was just like, oh man, if I could just hold on to those weapons a little longer, they're they're so beneficial. Um, you you can get like you can progress so much further with a good weapon like that. Uh, so that was frustrating me, but oh man, did you save my life with that 30 men? Because I was, I was really having some worries the first couple days I was playing. I was like, I don't think I can even beat the first level. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than getting spread and yeah. two seconds later getting hit by a bullet Boom. and dying. So it, mad. It happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, actually, there is probably one thing more frustrating than that, and that's playing multiplayer and both guys going for the spread at the same time <laughs> and the other guy getting it and not you that's that's yeah. even more frustrating that would be frustrating but. yeah but yeah super fun game uh really enjoyed it made me sweat <laughs> like it, i'm i'm pushing buttons so quickly and also i'm just like so hyper focused on the game because you just cannot get shot if you get shot you're dead and you only have so many lives so yeah super uh super fun but super intense yeah definitely yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. It is. It can be frustrating. Like it's. It's very, very tough. Uh, this is one I feel like you actually have to master the controls really well, especially yeah. in those base levels where you have like an electric fence in front of you, and if you yeah. accidentally press up, you kind of get frozen for a second, like you're getting electrocuted, and then you can get shot. You have to be very precise with your left and right movements, and you can't do anything diagonal. So lots of times I'd get stuck on that fence just because I like pressed my controller just in, in not in the right, right way, you know, um, oh, so subtly it would be, but it would still, you could still get fried by that thing. Yeah. But. I could definitely tell as the game was progressing that I was getting much and much better. So that, that's another thing that's like, it, it is one of those games that will like, um, pay off for you. Like you'll, you'll feel that, uh, you feel that you're getting better and you're actually improving because you can start to like progress way further than you could at the beginning, especially those, like you're saying, those uh, levels where you're in the base running down the halls because it's a different type of movement. And I actually got really good at those. Those were, I felt like I was the best at those, those ones. I was better at those levels than the other ones, even though they're like a much different, uh, 
you know, much different trajectory. The bullets are coming at you and you have to like weave uh, and bob and weave different ways. Uh, I got the hang of that and I, I really liked those ones. Yep. Cool. Well, um, anybody who's not a patron and who would like to be a patron, uh, we're doing something really fun with this one. We're going to be dropping on Patreon a Let's Play of Dean and I actually going through Contra together. And we're going to try to beat it. Hell yeah. No, there's no try. There's do or do not. We are going yeah, to like, do Like, do you it. mean no continues? Um, I mean, I think it would be cool if we could yeah. try to beat it on no continues with, with 30 men. No continues. Whew. Okay. So it's su- that's, that's super that's tough. But well, I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens. What we'll do is yeah. we'll just, we'll go and we'll do our best and we'll beat the yeah. game. And it'll be in a couple right. videos, a couple uh, Patreon videos, and that'll be over there for everybody to check out. So, hey, if you're not a patron cool. and you like Let's Plays, uh, we've already got a few up there. So it's, that's something that we've recently added to our, our Patreon uh, that we've been having a lot of fun with. So, yeah, check us out on Patreon. Five bucks will get you all that stuff. So help uh, support us here at Talking Back. Uh, cool. Uh, also, you could, uh, you know, just... Tell a friend about an episode. That's all we ask. And hey, now that this episode's over, don't worry. Head on over to bfopnetwork.com. There's a bunch of amazing nostalgia-based podcasts over there. Uh, You'll definitely find something you like, uh, no doubt about it. So please check it out. Dean, thanks for joining. Sorry, let me take, take two. Scorpion, thanks for joining. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, this is Bill signing off. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week, we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 